How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. All right, so thank you for tuning in to Chomp of the Bit. I'm Kyle Litters, of course. And on this episode, I wanted to talk about the college football playoff. Um, I do believe that over in Athens, they are doing their parade for, uh, you know, UGA after they won the national championship. So congratulations to them, of course. Uh, If you didn't see the game, of course, you know, I'll... Well, I guess I'll go ahead and do it, but uh, it was Georgia-Alabama again. Um, you know, I know that this this year, Georgia fans were really optimis- optimistic about their chances to beat Alabama. And, of course, you know, once you go out on the field, everything changes because at that point, it's all about execution. Now, it was a slow-moving game early on. Uh, first half was like all field goals so you know there's a lot of movement between the 20s but neither team could really finish the job and get into the end zone but the second half it took off a little bit got a little bit more exciting um ultimately georgia just made more plays um not only offensively but defensively you know, to overcome that that one, I guess, last speed bump that's kind of been there for Georgia, which is, you know, actually beating Alabama in a playoff-type environment. Uh, I do, I mean, to me, you know, they still have that speed bump of the SEC title game and, you know, being able to beat Alabama there. Uh I mean, it is great that they won it all, of course, but I think it would have been that much sweeter for Georgia if they were to, you know, if they were able to beat Alabama SEC title game, and then if they had turned around and then beat them again in the national championship, I mean, that that would have been crazy right there. But yes, SEC championship is one thing. You win the national championship, that's clearly a much bigger deal. Uh, like going into the game I didn't know what to expect from Stetson Bennett and he you know more than more than ever went far and beyond what I thought he was going to do I mean he showed me you know his ability to throw the ball downfield and very accurate I mean maybe I didn't pay enough attention to Georgia football I don't know but I guess I wasn't expecting that Uh, then for Alabama you know Jameson Williams went down early which hurt them offensively but Georgia's front 
was just relentless on Bryce Young. Didn't you know he was never in a situation where he dropped back and felt any type of comfortability back there. So, kind of what they were saying about Georgia last year, where a lot of people thought that that was the year that they were primed to beat Alabama because of the talent they had. We saw that this year. So, like I said, Georgia won it 33-18. And now for the next few months, you know, Georgia can walk around waving their flags proud and high that they are the national champion. But for me, I want to take this episode not strictly focusing on the championship game, but what does it mean in the grand scheme of college football? Because uh, in the days after, we, I believe we learned that the committee can't seem to make a decision on college football playoff expansion. And with this being a weird year, weird year as it was in terms of the bowl season, where we saw, you know, games postponed, teams being replaced, it wasn't that great of a bowl season. Can I, if can I be honest with you? I mean, the bowl season really didn't pick up until probably uh, let's say New Year's Eve. Yeah, it might be New Year's Eve. Because New Year's Eve, we got we got the two college football uh, semifinal semifinal games. No, I think it might have been the day before. Yeah, probably the day before. Because Tennessee Purdue was the first game I watched, where it was like really, you know, edge of your seat throughout the whole game. The Wisconsin Arizona State was the Michigan State Pittsburgh was a pretty good game. So I'll say from December thirtieth, from there on, bowl season kind of got going. All the days before was a lot of canceled games and games that didn't really care about. So I think it was a couple of weeks ago I said like this bowl season was going to be either saved by the college football playoff or it would just become another footnote into how bad this bowl season was. Now, I know the semifinal games weren't exactly the most competitive because Alabama and Georgia beat Cincinnati and Michigan pretty handily. And then, like I said, the championship game, it was good for the first half. Second half, Georgia kind of imposed their will on Alabama. Even though, I mean, most people said this Alabama team was, I guess people were expecting it to be somewhat of a down year for Alabama. And the fact that they, you know, took that talent, got to the national championship game, says a lot. So I guess Alabama is expected to be that much tougher next year. So for me looking at it, I'm sure it's probably an easy point of view for some people to take that based on how the semifinal games went. Expansion might not be the best thing. For me, I am still a big fan of expansion. 
and not going like and not just like a small expansion where it's like going from four to six or eight uh, i think well, i think the committee has basically been looking at i think eight ten and twelve as expansion points and for me if they're gonna expand it should be only 12 or to 16 8 and 10 should not be part of the conversation it needs to be at least 12 and for me I can handle at most 16 right now um, cause like I said I don't think you, yeah, you don't need like 32 or anything like that I think if you go to 16 you're probably in the sweet spot but 12 I can live with and like I said after this past bowl season I think expansion actually has a stronger argument and not only looking at it because more teams in the playoff is better but I just think with more playoff teams you're adding better games to your bowl season and by doing that, you can kind of cover up some of these weaker bowls and some of the weaker days that they had during bowl season with expanded playoff, uh, an expanded playoff field, meaning more playoff teams playing in playoff games. And that's kind of been my thing all along. It wasn't, yes, the biggest part was giving more schools an opportunity, which I think would filter down to recruiting meaning talent being spread more across the country, which ultimately, ultimately I think makes college football that much better. But adding better games to bowl season is a probably secondary reason for me wanting to expand a playoff. Because for every playoff game means, sure, you can sit through, uh, you know, new era pinstripe bowl like this year Maryland beat Virginia Tech 54 to 10 not entertaining at all but let's say on that day you also got some form of a playoff game it makes the day look a little better so that's kind of been my thing mainly expansion for widening the field because right now if you look at um, recruiting for next year, you're getting all the same teams at the top. Yeah, um, like Georgia won it this year. The reason why it wasn't that big of a surprise for me was Georgia's been like top three in recruiting for the past like four, uh, many years I can remember. Well, most recent years. They're like top three, top five in recruiting. So if Georgia's already a good team and you're just replenishing the talent with great players coming out of high school, at some point you'd have to get into a good mesh point where the talent just it, it just all clicks one year. And that happened this year. So that happened while you know Alabama had a little bit of a down year. You know, Ohio State Teams like that had kind of a down year, and that was mainly with COVID and all of that. 
So the, and that plays into the next few years where if Georgia wants to seriously be put on that level to Alabama, there has to be some type of sustained success coming out for this year. It can't be something where, yeah, they win the title this year, but next year they don't even make the uh, college football playoff or they don't make the SEC title game or something like that, which it probably will happen because Georgia's in the SEC East, still really weak over there. But um, uh, when what Oklahoma and Texas go to the SEC, we'll have to see what that does to the structure of the SEC. And then maybe Georgia's no longer on the weaker side. Maybe it just becomes one one division. And now SEC is now SEC. Geez, now Georgia's in the same pool with Alabama, LSU. Oklahoma, Texas, teams like that fighting for those two SEC title spots. So, like I said, the next few years, this is going to be Georgia's time to capitalize. Because I do think the playoff will expand at some point. Hopefully. I I think what the earliest they can expand is 2025 or something. So, yeah, that's a good three-year window right there. Because, of course, once that happens, now instead of being 1 in 4 for the national title, hopefully it goes to 1 in 12. Or, you know, wishing upon a star, 1 in 16 to win a title. Um, we know Georgia going to continue to get talent. I think this year, 3 in recruiting. Uh, I think what A and M. I think A and M might be number one now in recruiting. So, and I mean that's another SEC team. Who who knows? Next year maybe they have a really good year. So, like I said, just to put do a final little wrap up here of college football. It was a season where, if you look like in mo- most other sports. COVID was the biggest opponent to the season. But from that, we were given the opportunity to see Michigan and Cincinnati in the national title picture by making it to the playoff. Um, I mean, Michigan's a big name school, yes. But the Big Ten was basically Ohio State most years. So... Seeing somebody new come out of the Big Ten was good to see. Uh, We saw Michigan State have a really good year, fell off late. Uh, Some other schools had really good years. Um, And yes, with the expansion of playoffs, I'm doing that because, sure, Cincinnati got blown out in their game, but who cares? The big reason for me wanting Cincinnati in was for schools like Cincinnati to now be able to go to a recruit's house and say, hey, we made a college football playoff. So you don't have to go to Alabama just to make one or Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State. You can go to a school, Cincinnati or... Well, what's another smaller school? Ole Miss, Baylor, 
Um, I think there's another. Wake Forest. There's a good case right there. Wake Forest finished 17th in the ranking. You know, blew out a Rutgers team, even though they weren't supposed to play Rutgers. But, you know, explains to 12 or 16 or whatever. Maybe Wake Forest steals a recruit who would have gone elsewhere because Wake Forest, maybe there's right there on the doorstep of making an expanded playoff. A Pittsburgh finished 12. Maybe that helps them now. And once again, I'm not saying these schools don't do well recruiting, but Houston, another school. I mean, heck, look what, well, I mean, it's Deion Sanders, but I mean, Deion Sanders took a top recruit, got them to go to Jackson State. I hope that doesn't play into the college football playoff because what Jackson State is FCS. Are they FBS? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But they're a lower level. So, I guess I say all that to say, playoff expansion should still be the number one issue for the NCAA. Because, yes, four teams is cool and all, but if we go into next year and the playoff is Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State and um, I don't know, pick some random Oregon or something. I mean, it would be good to see Oregon in there, but after a while, it just gets stale. But the same three out of the four teams every year, every other year or something. These, um, what are they? These people who are running these conferences, who are meeting up and all that, just go ahead and go through with the expansion. Give me what I want. Not just me. I know there's a lot of college football fans who are for expansion. Some of you aren't. Well, I mean, whatever. But I just think it will take college football to another level. And yes, college football is doing well for itself now, but this will push it even higher and trust me with this whole image and likeness thing becoming bigger and bigger you're going to want an expanded playoff because if not I would not doubt if like in five years or so you're going to start hearing smaller schools crying foul about how they can't get you know players to come into their school so they're not seeing so kids are staying away because they're not going to get any image likeness money that's now another factor into all this which I mean I'm fine with it but yeah so um, I did see a story this is the last thing I'll talk about on, the, on college football and then we'll wrap this episode up so they put out their you know way too early top 25 for next year and tell me if you've heard any of these schools before so one Alabama two Ohio State three Georgia four AM. 
I mean, if it were to play out that way and next year you get a four-team playoff of those four teams, I mean, we may have Armageddon because you'd have three SEC teams and a Big Ten team. So maybe it won't happen that way. It, it obviously won't. But I mean, you have five Michigan, six Notre Dame, seven Utah, eight North Carolina State. That's interesting. Oklahoma State, Michigan State, that's rounding out your top 10. So, even in the top 10, not a lot of diversity amongst conferences. So, the top four would be interesting. But let's just say, if you played this out, you had those 10. Let's say they expand to 12. You're now bringing in Clemson and Oregon. And like I said, they went to 16. Houston 13, Wake Forest 14, Iowa 15, Baylor 16, and your team's just outside, Oklahoma 17. Yeah. If you had a 16-team playoff with those schools, you have still your big-name schools. But now look at the opportunities. Uh, Utah, North Carolina State, Houston, Wake Forest, I just think that makes it more exciting. So, those are my thoughts on college football, what they need to do from here. And don't let the fact that the semifinal games were kind of blowouts deter you from wanting expansion. It will be a good thing. It's the best thing college football could do. So, but yeah. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode um i know it is wild card weekend so if you go ahead and take a listen to the episode before you will hear my breakdown of the saturday games to get you started for, to get you ready for wild card weekend which starts 4 30 today and then second game is 8 15 or something like that so check that episode out you know once you're done with this one and as I always say, be safe out there. God bless. I'll catch you next episode. All right. I'm out. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 